0: Hello? Hi, it's Robert. Do you want to be on the show? Never call me again. Hello, welcome. My name is Robert, and this is Never Call Me Again. Juan Cano is an established artist out of the Logan Square neighborhood of Chicago. He got his early start as a graffiti artist and continued to strive and grow to the amazing individual he is today. Let's give him a call. Hello? Juan, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Robert, how are you?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. I've been looking forward to talking to you.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. How are you? How's everything? Great.
0: I, You know, I really appreciate your time. I know you're a really, really busy guy. You've got so much going on. You know, I wanted to talk to you about something, though. Uh, a while back, I heard a rumor sure. about an up-and-coming artist out of Chicago, a young lady from your neighborhood. Um, from what I hear, she's she's coming for the crown. And so being a young artist with dreams and goals, it's where most of, most of us start. So, Dollars, okay. can you take us back to the corner of Avers and Belden, a typical evening with second-to-none crew, maybe some sketch sessions at the diners? It's up to you.
1: Get out. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> okay, uh, well uh, actually it all started out back in uh December nineteen ninety when uh we were just a bunch of young uh young guys and uh we Yeah, actually we were all local residents of uh of Logan Square and uh quite a few of us were artists. I mean and um then we got into the uh, graph game we started going to the walls, we had a couple of permission walls and uh we formed STN. I think it was uh when Ridge started it's just about seven of us. But um I mean the neighborhood itself accepted us because we were actually local local artists, local guys and uh we took care of one another and we uh, we looked out for Basically everyone, we were, we were neighbor back then. Neighborhood was a neighborhood, you know? So we, the neighborhoods cared for you and you cared for your, for your neighbor, your neighbors and your neighborhood. We were all friends and family to this day. We're still family. So, uh, the sketch sessions. Yeah. We used to have them. There was a diner on the corner of, um, Fullerton and Avers and, um, little local diner I they too they would allow us to sit in there with sketchbooks and you know we'd order coffee and lunch a meal or two and they let us sit there for hours you know we took care of the waitresses and they were like yeah no problem you know we were we were fillers and we were i mean they enjoyed talking to us and looking at all the work that the, all the artwork that we were producing so <laughs> where did you get the info from
0: hey you know i i told you i said you know um and, you know, it's funny, you know, we, um and so we met, you know, in just this, this, and so I did an interview with somebody and, and, and that person told me, they said, hey, you know, he, there's this cat that, that is super cool and you got to talk to him. And so when I talked to you the first time, I was like, you know, and I went and I checked you out and I just kind of was like, you know, this guy is really interesting and, and there's so much to you. And I thought, you know, I, I need to dig and, and I need to. I need to do some research and, and really really honor there's there's a lot of history here that's really interesting. And and so I just started digging and digging and digging and and I reached out, you know, I reached out to people. I actually reached out to a friend of yours and she doesn't even know that I reached out to her. I I did some research and I just found out information and I thought, you know, I am going to I'm going to use this information. And so um, that individual was actually Vilma. Who I know that oh, in '94, yeah. you 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 sold her your very first print. Yes,
1: yes yeah. Yes. You know, as a matter of fact, I just did uh I think it was a couple months ago. I just did a podcast with her, so she's doing great. She's got her own uh, casting agency, art. Um, she's got her own talent agency, which is fantastic. We were next door neighbors. Her husband is actually we even her. She's like she's like a sister to me, but. Her husband it was actually one of our, my crew members—and uh, I mean, we're still family to this day. And she's, you know, she's—I'm—I'm I'm very happy with what she's doing and what she's—what uh, she's—she's got big, big goals, and the prize is there for her. She's going really, to She's going to do very well. She's already doing well, but I can see her on top of the world.
0: Yeah, she's um, and so she she started with one thing and then realized, kind of like you, that hey this is, this is transferable. And so I can branch out and I can do a few different things without spreading myself too thinly. And I can, I can cultivate a bigger piece of this pie and, and make it lucrative and beneficial for not only myself, but for everybody involved. And so you've always got to respect somebody who, who will enter the game and say, you know, not only am I going to do this for me and for mine, but, you know, anybody and everybody that comes along for the experience, you know, everybody, it, there's going to be some equal distribution of, of supporting each other and encouraging each other. And so, you know, absolutely, you know, good luck to her. Um, and so, you know, a couple of things, man, I, you know, I was thinking this morning and so and we can get into the whole social media thing later because um, sure. I know social media is a huge part of, of what you do. But it occurred to me this morning, you know, um, especially in reference to you and how you utilize social media. Um, I made this connection. I was like, you know, I'm thinking about you and and what your origins were and, and where you and how you started. And it's like, you know, it occurred to me graffiti was really kind of the very first social media. It was. It was how you you know you expressed your existence, your presence you know your inclusiveness into into the community and into the world and and communicated and and said all the things you needed to say is that something that that was intentional with you guys or how do you how do you think that came to be
1: you know what I mean back when we were growing up uh we we grew up in Logan Square and Logan Square isn't what it is now uh Logan Square had a lot of uh the economic level was much lower than what it is now. I mean, uh, and so there was a lot of gangs at the time. And, um, so there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things, things going on that could easily sway someone or, 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 uh, the youth or, yeah, the youth can easily get tangled up in, 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 in that game. And so, the whole art thing for us was actually it was it was life saving for a few and also we created like a a support system where i'll take care of you you take care of me we're all brothers we're not uh you know we all we have a goal and the goal is to put our art up and uh um you know everyone's going for the fame of course you know we were like the second generation of uh, of graffiti, the first wave were the original your true pioneers your your i mean your real legends that mentored me, who mentored some of our our crew members, and you know i mean some of these guys are in their mid fifties hidden sixty already you know uh so but they it did it we wanted to go to that level where we were expressing uh, we were expressing our art. Our, you know, our inner self, and I mean the the canvas, the walls were the canvas, the train, the bus, whatever, it was, whatever it was, you know, billboards and you know whatever it was at the time. I mean, um, so we were looking for that outlet, you know. I mean, in these communities, they they a lot of they weren't getting the resources that that other neighborhoods were getting, so they were starting to eliminate. Your, your field houses your after the school programs all that stuff that's so cool. a lot of that stuff had, had already been gone so we found a way to to make it through the those times by taking care of one another uh, growing our art um, you know and seeing our way through and then as we became older we all started to refine whatever, you know, whatever your specialty was, whatever your true talent was, you know, we all started to say, Well, I'm gonna go this way, uh, I'm gonna get into computers, I'm gonna get into real estate, I'm gonna get into art. Some of us still I mean everyone doodles and sketches of course, but you know, some of us are still making art daily. I make art on a daily basis, you know. So and now now it's a different story, you know. Now I like to mentor other other uh, young artists and, uh, I mean, you know, give them my advice. It's free, right? I went, sure. I went through it. And, and there are times, t- it's different for them this time, you know. I mean, not everyone's on easy street or anything like that by any means. Everyone has their, their issues, but um, they're able to now walk up to walls and, and paint them without, Police harassment, neighbors yelling, neighbors yelling and screaming, and you know that kind of thing. Not socially accepted. It's uh, people are looking for it; they're adding it to their collections. So, you know, now a lot of the people that that were they grew up with us or during that era that they were teenagers now that they're now policemen, they're now you know, they're they're hold different positions and they're like, Oh yeah, we you know, we're familiar with that, that's fine. And they they accept it, you know, and they have family members and kids and maybe some of their own kids. They do it because uh they'll stop and they'll you know, they'll they'll comment, Yeah, but so and so does it, you know, that's great guys, you know. Which is fantastic, you know. So yeah, it's a different era now than what it was back then. But we did we use it also as really as is, is, is a tool to grow up, stay together and survive and, and move on, you know, right. and it worked out for us. Yeah.
0: And you're still, you're still involved with project Logan. You're still very much a part of the neighborhood and, 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 you know, the, the graffiti movement. And, and so, you know, and that's obviously one of the ways that, that you mentor and you encourage expression and, and, you know, give back and and that's got to be really rewarding to to go and look at this whole new generation of, of people who are up and coming, and and sometimes look at them and wonder, you know, where is this 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 young man or young woman going to be, you know, thirty years from now? And and you know, we're talking with you about thirty years um, sure. in the art industry, and. Sure you know I, and it's got to be really fulfilling to to say you know hey i started out as a graffiti artist and and you know there was absolutely a, a, a time in our history where you know you know graffiti was a it was a bad word and and there were these connotations and these mis perceptions conceptions whatever and and like you said now people are you know, this is sought after work. This is important work, and and people are starting to to really understand that this is this is art. This is work, and and so you know, my my next obvious, really obvious question, and and you know, people maybe not know what is the difference between a graph artist and a street artist.
1: Well, graffiti artists, I like true graffiti. Artists. They're out there. They're, they're it's they're out there to put their name. There, it's non-permission they're doing their rooftops their trains window scribes whatever it is it's vandalism and that's their true vandals you know uh street artists a lot of them are you know they get permission from the from the building owners or storefronts are now calling upon them you know uh, they that's their main focus is you know put it up there leave it up there and you know that it, there's a difference they're blasting stickers um so there's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, I mean, we, we, it's another movement, but they, in many ways they tie in and we accept them. Like we, it, it's accepted because a lot of, a lot of artists, they cross both sides. So they're okay. on, they play both sides of the fence. They're, they're making their own stickers or, they, you know, they get a permission while it's going up. And then there's guys that at three in the morning, they're doing whatever they're doing along the highways and the trains and whatever else, you know? So yeah but that's it, it is what it is but right. it, it it's happening it's still
0: some of the greatest some of the greatest art is that that art that's that's nonconformist that art that's that's really different and peculiar and and you know outside of the boundaries and, and so that kind of leads me to my next thing is um You know, your work is heavily influenced by Mario Castile, Salvador Dali, and Picasso. You even named your dog after, you know, Picasso. (laughs) And and so I wonder, you know, looking at your work, and and I see so many influences in it. You know, Mario Castile, one of the things that he's really been known for is that, his kind of one of his statements was that, you know, I don't want to just be known as an artist. I don't want to be known as, you know, this is what I do and this is what I don't do. I want to be a world artist. I want to take in all of the things from, from not only my world, but from the, the, the communities that I, that I visit and that I interact with. And I want to blend all of these things into my expression of those things. And so he wanted to be known as a world artist. And, and every one of these guys is a genius in their own right. Every one of them is nonconformist. Every one of them stands very much apart from each other and from everyone else. And, and even though your work is really heavily influenced by these individuals, your work is, is really definitive to you. And so I wonder, you know, is it is it one of these people that's had the biggest influence in your work or your life or, or another situation, person? Um, tell me about that.
1: You know what? I, I've been drawing... For as long as I can remember, all throughout grade school, high school, I, I, and so I think my first oil, uh, first oil paintings were. They were at the age of thirteen, and they were they were still lifes. You know, uh, one of them was a spatula and uh, with oil, and the other one was paintbrush. And so even even back then, at the age of thirteen, I was already doing. I was I was doing traditional art. And as you go along, I think as you get as you get older, and certain people teach you, or you start to learn about different artists, you start to say, "Hey, I, I like this. I like it. well, I'm going to try." You experiment, and but you and then you listen to what their philosophies are, and they kind of stay with you. Some part of a little bit of each artist that you, even some of my own guys from Seconds and crew, there's certain things that that we did when we practiced together that we taught each other and it'll, it'll always stay with you. Um, so, but like Mario, Mario was definitely, he was a big influence. Um, you know, I still talk to Mario, you know, to this day, he was my professor like 25 years ago and, um, you know, him too. He was, you know, his philosophy was, I want you to draw realism and, what you do when you leave this class, you can do, but while you're here, I want you to learn this. This is the basic, you know, and then you could go out and create your niche, your, you know, your, add whatever you want to add to it, but this is your foundation. So you, this is what you're going to learn. And I did. And, uh, as far as Picasso, I mean, I love the cubistic, uh, movement, Dali. Uh, I love the whole surrealism. And, um, so, I think a lot of that, and then your your experiences, and your graffiti, and, and and whatever else you picked up along the way, you start. It's very important that you don't your work doesn't you turn around and you're 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 producing their work. You don't want to do that, you know. But you can you can uh, take a little bit of everything, and you can create your own, you know, modern modern day cubism, you know, and with a twist of graffiti. I, I do shows and there's always that one person that will come to me quietly like it's a bad thing and say hey can I ask you a question I'm like sure were you in graffiti (laughs) Uh (laughs) and I'm like yeah you know and they're like I can tell by your work but it's it's still even kind of cubism and it's got all kinds of different tastes you can still you can the graffiti just comes to the top and I'm like thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's there it's a combination thereof you know so it's i'm having fun whatever you know right. i'm having fun with it and it'll i'll just and i know as i get older I'm, i do a lot of pen work but as as i get older my hand is going to be less steady I, I know that already and my vision probably won't be as good as it is now so now i'm going back to going back to bigger pieces color more spray paint in the the pieces versus just pen and, you know, some color pencil or whatever it is on, on paper. You know, I'm going back to like more colorful, which I did uh, like in the early, in the early nineties and early thousands, I was, I was heavy on color and I went back to just, you know, black and white. And I think it just comes in cycles. And as you refine your, your, yourself and your talent and you add more time to it, you see that you can, you know, you could mix and match it and you're kind of, a, you're going through a, 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 this evolution and you'll see what the next, You always, I'm always happy to see what, or anxious to see what I'm going to come up with. And, you know, when I post on social media, people say, oh, this is my new favorite. And mm-hmm. I love the way you did this. I'm like, uh, that's what I, that like, they're acknowledging what I was kind of going for, what I was hoping would happen. And uh, so I'll keep doing that. You know, I'll keep doing that till, till, uh, till I'm old and gray. The gray's right. are already here, so...
2: <laughs>
0: you know, it's interesting we keep coming back to social media. You just mentioned it again. And so it's crazy. Is you know, So I looked at the numbers because I kind of wanted to get a sense. And so, you know, 45% of the world population uses social media. And so, you know, that doesn't seem like a staggering number. But when you factor in that, you know, there are you know, elderly people who don't use it very, very young children who don't use it. There are non-industrialized areas. And so, you know, that 45%, you know, when you, when you exclude these people who, who, for one intense, you know, one purpose or another, just don't have the ability, um, that number grows substantially to probably 80, 90% of the world using social media. And, and you have, you know, so like your Instagram has over 6,000 followers and, And so what I did was I went and I actually looked at a lot of your posts and see that, you know, you have, um, you know, you have almost as many, you know, actual interactions on some of your individual posts as I have followers. And um, I'm a little jealous. I'm not bitter, but I am. I'm just a little bit of hater coming out there. But here's the thing. Um, You have you have taken one of, you know one of the ways of, of really getting yourself out there and marketing. And so you start out with graffiti, which is the original social media, you know, and you're adapting 30 years later to this whole new monster that's out there. And you, you have, you have marketed yourself with that and been incredibly successful in doing that. I mean, and so I know that recently you had the, the transit t-shirts out that that sold like hotcakes on Instagram and are you still going to do the, the hoodies and the skull caps for fall, winter? Uh,
1: you know, I'm thinking about them debating right now. I have, I have a couple of things going on right now, and I may just wait. I may just wait till the springtime to, to launch. I, I've got a few designs uh, already, ready for, for print. Um, so I may just wait for the springtime right now with this whole COVID thing, people are very reluctant to, to meet and, you know, a lot of it, I mean, a lot of stuff is just from running around wearing the shirt. People are looking to say, hey, where'd you get that? I want it. And, you know, there, there was another one, but, um, yeah, I, I think we may just wait, you know, I want people to be able to, you know, I just, I, I want my work out there, but I want, I I think I'm just going to wait for, I do response. You know, my, yeah, I have a, my partner and I will, we'll, uh, we've it, but I think we may just wait till the springtime and, you know, when everyone's more like everyone's down and out, a lot of people are down and out right now. The attitudes are different and, you know, now with Christmas and everything else, you just, you want to give people a break sometimes. So I'm, I'm right. fine with, with waiting. Yeah. I'm fine with waiting. Well, so. if,
0: if you do, if you do something in spring, I, um, and so right now I'm wearing, I've got a, I got a, um. Chicago Cubs hat that I wear whenever I record whenever I talk to anybody not just you but I've got this Chicago Chicago Cubs hat a friend of mine got it for me for Christmas a few years ago and so I need a you know and it's getting a little sad I need a I need a new um I need a new hat so you know uh, uh you know a ball cap with 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 the you know the transit graph on it would be you know that would be right on time
1: well, maybe someone from the Cubs will listen to this, and then they'll call <laughs> me. I'd be glad to put together a Cubs head. T- cub t- that would be awesome. Some kind of cubistic style, absolutely.
0: That would definitely be awesome. That's <laughs> You know, what's interesting to me, man, is is as you unravel before me, and and, and I'm looking at, at who you are and, and all the things that you've accomplished and where you started, you know, and we keep going back to that graph thing, and that's that, that was your foundation. That was where you began. What's interesting to me is... You know, so you've you've done the ducks on parade, which we can get into, and you but you also did this sculpture in Greek town, and I don't know, I think it's still there, Halstead and Van Buren, the five foot fish. And so what's amazing to me is you know, Greek town reaches out to you and says, Hey, you know, um, we want to commission this, you know, to represent our neighborhood, our people people, our culture. And And so you've got this amazing, tell me about these two pieces, the duck and the, um, the fish.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, well, the duck, uh, let's start with the fish, the fish piece, you know, they they were just, they just gave me a, they just said, you know what, whatever you want to do, please do it. And I was like, well, you know, it is going to the Greek town. So, and they were, they were, they actually were nice enough to let me in last minute. So. Uh, they allow me to participate, and I said, well, we'll go, I'll go ahead and I'll take it on, and I'll, you know, at that time, COVID, it's, you know, it kicked in, and and I was like, well, I, I got a feeling I'm going to have a little bit more time in my hands, so let's do it, and uh the one side was a beautiful scenery of Santorini Greece with the church and the stairs and flowers. It was like a traditional piece, you know, a traditional painting, and on the other side, we have Poseidon and shattered glass with a fork and, and overlooking the same church. And it's just in black and white. And it's like a big, bold statement. And the other one is more of a delicate, beautiful piece. So there it shows that you can, you can, divert, you could go from one side of the scale to the other side, just opposite, you know, Right. where you could just be traditional to just, you know, here it is. Look at this. And, I mean, p- people loved it, so I, I'm i happy they like it. It's still there. Uh, it's, it's on a Randolph. So, you know, if anyone, anyone's out there, take a drive, take a look at it. It was nice. People were taking pictures of it and sent it to me on social media, you know, which is nice. Nice way of supporting. They were sharing it with their friends and family, which is, you know, it's always nice. And exposure is nice. And the fact that they have and they're they're happy with it, I'm happy, absolutely happy.
0: Yeah, for sure. You're just so, still so very much part of the city, and that's what you know. I think that's one of the things that makes you, you know, so relevant and and so you're just very present, and that's cool. And so you, you, know, you and go ahead.
1: The other one was that you mentioned the um, the duck the, with the uh, Special Olympics, the duck on parade. Yeah, that at the end was was uh, to help. Well, I, I, my, my part, I did it to help a, a raise awareness for autism, you know. So the one side was just a traditional. You could see it on my, on my Instagram. The one side it was a, it was a four-foot duck, and it was wrapped in the Chicago flag. The one side of the duck was just a traditional four-star Chicago flag, and on the other side was the Chicago flag. But there was a four-piece puzzle in the, in the center of each, of each um, star to represent autism so um a lot more and you know what i didn't even realize that i i i I do i do engage with a lot of my followers Uh, uh, the majority of them i actually not the majority of them but i engage with a lot more than most artists do i i'm make myself available for questions and chatting and that kind of thing because i think you should know who what people appreciate and who they are and where they come from and how your work affects them. And when I did that duck, um, I had a tremendous response. And a lot of it was in private, where people say, "Hey, my granddaughter has it. My my daughter has it." And these were people that I know that I, I had no idea they were very private about it. And they're like, "Hey, my daughter has it. My my son has it," you know, and all these people like out of nowhere that actually were that I thought I, well, you know, you know, people, but they're, they, you know, some things they kind of keep, you know, they, pri- they keep private and right. like, thank you for what you're doing. I really appreciate your, what you're doing, your work. And, you know, we're going to go out to, we're going to take pictures. And, you know, I did, I, I got so many people sending me pictures and it was because I was supporting that, the, what they're going through, you know, we can only imagine what they go through. I've seen it. Uh, and so I just, those are just my small, my small part in, in, in helping and raising awareness. And at the end it sold and it was to raise money for the, I think it's uh, 36,000 athletes for Illinois athletes for uh, Special Olympics. Nice. So I'm very, I'm very happy. It's also a young lady in, in Wicker Park. That so is awesome. I'm happy. She's happy. The Special Olympics is happy, you know, and. We all praise awareness. I think it was a good summer.
0: for Sure. And so, you know, one of the things I know about that specific piece is that, so you've got the piece, it's in your garage, you're working on it. And another artist approached you and was like, hey, you know, maybe you should, maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that. Did did you take her advice? Do you know who I'm talking about?
1: (laughs) My, My daughter, she's, yeah she's she's my biggest critic but i think she's my number one fan you know she's an artist as well and she will she would just stroll into the garage what are you doing i'm I'm working on this i think she does this and i'm like what she goes yeah step back and i'm like what (laughs) okay i'll step back and she says no i think you you should stop now and i think you should like swing you know the line over this way it's easier It'll the flow is much better, and I was like, eh. you know, and she's only she's only nine, you know. It's crazy. So now, yeah. <laughs> so you know,
0: when we started today, I, I told you that I'd heard a, a rumor about an up and coming artist, um, a young okay. lady, um, from your neighborhood, um, and and so kind of really why I wanted to to take you back take you back to the very beginning and and hear about you know, who you are as an artist and and who you are as a as a as a person and, and your drive. And and one of the things that I know about you that, that we really haven't talked about is family is incredibly important to you and, and you look at your you look at your time, you look at your efforts, you look at everything that you do and there's this balance of your life of of honoring and respecting your art your 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 and so you do real estate there's there's that and then there's family and and these things have to have this this distribution of time that's very important to you and so that artist that i was talking to the reason i really wanted to bring out so much of of you know your your history and your experience is that artist that i was talking about is your little girl and um I know that you have this huge impact on her and, and, you know, one day she will tell her story, whether it is as an artist or, or whoever it is, she is in lot li- it becomes in life and it will, it will very much, you know, the foundation of who she is is going to start with you guys, you know, her parents, her, her upbringing, her experience. Um, you know, the fact that you encourage her to, to, to venture into art. That's what she's enjoying. And so you encourage that. And, you know, you're the kind of guy that, you know, you've been doing this 30 years, you're really successful in life, you're a great person. And and you have the, 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 the humbleness to, to listen to a nine-year-old and say, okay, um, you know, you're not minimizing anybody, you know, you're, you're looking at everybody for, who they are, what they bring to the table. And and, and I think that's something that really, I think that's an amazing thing, you know. And, and, you know, a little bit more about kind of who you are. um, Tell me about art philanthropy, what you've done with that, and and how you kind of came to that.
1: Well, thank you for for your kind words. Um, You know, my kids are, they are, my family is is very important to me. Um, I came from a large family. And, uh, we were all very close. So family's always been very important to me. Um, and my, my, I have a, I have a son and his name is Logan. We actually named him after the, the, the Logan square neighborhood. Nice. And, uh, that's how deeply rooted we are. My wife and I both grew up in Logan square. We're still there. I don't know if we'll ever leave, but, um, anyway, we enjoy the neighborhood. I love the neighborhood. I love the people, the culture. Diversity, everything. So uh, Logan is my firstborn, so we named him after the neighborhood. Um, my daughter, he's not. he's, from time to kind of time he'll he'll join us in, in in you know a little art session, but he'll say, "Okay, I'm I had enough." <laughs> and those are his words. I had enough, and he'll walk away. But um, Layla is my daughter, and they're eighteen months apart. So she, it's it's in her genes it's her DNA um, I remember her waking me up at like the age of 2-3 years old and she's like on Saturday morning and she wakes me up and she's like dad uh, or oh, she says papa we, you need to wake up and I said why and she says you need to take me to the art store I need new brushes <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> and I'm saying what You're, I, you know it was like six in the morning and I was like I mean I got up right I'm going along with it I'm like wow I'm so like I'm I'm speechless I'm like Wow, my god I need brushes and then I like I'm dying to give her brushes right because that's what she wants and she needs them so uh, I you know and I'm like what do you have plans for what do you want to do with them so she's telling me what she wants to paint and draw and I'm like okay well yeah sure enough we we took a trip to the we took a trip to uh, to Blix later on that that afternoon, and we got her brushes. But yeah, I mean, uh, another day she she wakes me up on early in the morning, and she's like, "Look, my sculpture." And I'm like, "What the sculpture? What are you talking about?" And she had a little little clay sculpture on a block of wood that she got up early and she made, and you know, like. I was like, "Wait, where's my phone?" <laughs> and I, started, I, think, I took a picture of her. I said, "You don't even have to say the word sculpture; you're already sculpting." You know, so I did. I took a picture of it, and uh, I had to capture it. I those I'll never forget those. You know, those moments. And I, she has a lot of potential; she really does. And I, I let her do. I, I try not to. I try not to influence. Like whatever I'm doing, I do. I'll let her sit. You know, we we share the same table sometimes, and but she's way ahead of me. I'm I'm working on one piece and she's already drawing twelve. Right. <laughs> so yes. she's
0: you got to let them grow without stifling her.
1: them. Yeah, I don't. You know what? What I, I right. tell her? Hey, she has more art equipment than I do anyway. But <laughs> I, we we the cute thing is we share. I'm like, hey can I use your oil pastels? Can I use this? And she'll say, well, I don't, my, my, uh, I'm out of this color or my paint, I'm out of blue. And let's go downstairs and get your, get it, you know, let me go get you your blue, you know? So we'll, we'll share art equipment and sh- and I'll ask her and she'll, she won't hesitate to give me her opinion. Sometimes it's, uh, it's unsolicited and she'll say, mm- I think you added too much blue. Even if she was younger, five, six years old, she would tell me, I think you should have stopped. I said, what do you you mean? She said, you added too much blue. So now what? Uh She said, well, I mean, you could stop. We could even give it away to someone, or you could just throw it away. <laughs> oh, we all need to have kids as our critics, man. They, you know, they
0: will. They are honest, and it's not. It's not out of well, meanness I, or pettiness. Yeah, they are just no, honest. you know what I mean?
1: They have a different view of life and a different way of doing things. So, and I, 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 I listened to her. She did it. Uh, I had a big. It was like 18 by 24 piece that I was working on. I finished it. I posted. Uh, you know, I got maybe 100 and a half hits, you know, whatever it was. And she looked at it and she says to me, no, uh, you know, uh, you have to add color. And I said, why? I think I like it like this. And she says, no, the color will make it pop. It'll wake it up. <laughs> and I'm like, how old are you? Are you serious? So I said, well, let's go. Let, let's do it right now. So I, I bring all my colors out and I, come my, I post it on social media Like a couple hours later Double the hits Double the comments Everything was double
2: Ah <laughs> uh, she knew
1: <laughs> The reaction Yeah absolutely that's The awesome. reaction was different The energy was different And I So now I ask her I'm Like hey What do you think about this uh. And so She did say Well okay You know And that's her a way of being nice I guess but when she likes it, she says, Yeah, we didn't like it, you know. I I think you should do still you need to do this or that. And I go with it, you know. And sometimes I'll stand my down and Nah, it's okay. I'll I'll let it go this way. I'm just fine we're done with it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but awesome. you know what? But she's I while we're doing the artwork, we're having fun and she, and she's learning. Like I do you mentioned the philanthropy the philanthropy work. I, I right. do I've been doing it for years. Uh, I support, you know, certain animal shelters, Save a Pet and Grace Lake. I've done some Anderson animal shelter and just different people who have approached me. And after looking into what they're doing, I I support. And, um, you know, so, but when I do it, I, I try to involve my kids in it. They take pictures with the pieces They'll always ask me. Well, so this is—I'll say, hey, this is, so this is for charity, and they're like, oh, tell me about it. And I'll say, well, this is going for this animal shelter, they're hosting their gala, whatever it is, and the kids will know. And they'll say, well, when are they picking it up, or how are we getting, or how are we going to deliver it to them, or you know? So they're, I'm teaching him while I'm doing this that hey, you can create all the beautiful work, and when it leaves the house. You can still help people. You can help animals. You can do. I'm a big animal lover. They are too. My kids love animals. So I'm doing this to help others. It costs me well, some time, money, material, whatever. But it's, the love is here, and it's going to go help out so the less fortunate. Let's go. And so they're learning that they that you can do this. You can just you're not just to make hard to make money and 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 get hits on the internet and you know sell and work on your fame or whatever it is but you could also do it to help others who need your help and so I'm teaching that as, as they get older you know from the time that they were kids they were learning We, and so they're taking pictures with the pieces because that's how you they become a part of it they're holding it okay this is the finished product we're holding it framed they're holding it framed so they're like yeah we're a part of it Here yeah, we're let's get let's you know they help me package it up and wrap it and you know, that's their way of, of, uh, of uh, being, that's their involvement, you know. Right. And that's so so important, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's very important. You don't, you know, you, you, I pay it forward every chance I get and I'll do that till, you know, till I'm gone.
0: Right. And you're teaching them to do that as well. You know, they're, they're being included and, and, you know, we definitely, I mean, one of the, one of the big legacies, you know, that, that we will ever have is, is, you know, those individuals, you know, whether it's our, our children, our family, our, our community, it's, it's, you know, it's that impact that, that we have. It's that lasting thing. You know, you, you mentioned that you, you love animals, and I know that, that recently, um, it's like I'm spying on you. I'm, I'm kind of a stalker, <laughs> I, right? I know that recently you, you kind of had a, a very public, you know, it was on social media, very public falling out with, um, with Guapo. There was a you wanted a kiss, and there. What was Guapo's response? Who is Guapo? I know who Guapo is, but do my listeners know who Guapo is?
1: Guapo is a Guapo is a three year old parrot. Uh, he's like a a hyper. Uh, he's like a hybrid of a a blue front Amazon and an orange Amazon. He's a beautiful bird. So Guapo means handsome, and so the the, the kids. The, um, one of our good friends. Uh, Was felt that it was the 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 bird would be much happier in our home, so offered it to our children. And you know, here comes the bird. He came home, and so now the bird is getting all this attention. He's just a spoiled little brat, (laughs) and he is. He's just. I mean, he gets so much love; it's unbelievable. So, so we're teaching him how to how to how to talk, how to whistle, how to do lasers, and and uh but he's bratty you know they're like little they're like little kids and so i always sit down and i'm, I'm eating a little i'll i'll have a will have a snack and i'll sit next to him and i'll share snacks but i'll, I'll ask him to give me a kiss i said give me a kiss and he's like he reaches in his in, into his bird and his bowl food bowl and he just starts launching food at me. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. And he, he does it on purpose. Or if I, if I go just, just to watch TV and just sit right next to him and not pay him any attention. Right. Yeah. Here comes the, here comes the seed. you know? So he's, he, but he's, we love him. You know, he's, our bird, whatever. Right. It's you know, it's crazy.
0: You know, kids and pets will humble you every time and, and, and that's why it's so important. It's it's encouraging to me to to look at an individual like you and know that you, you have this connection with your with your pets and with your children and with just with the community of you know, you're you're very much this this regular guy. You're just this good dude and you know, you know, one of the things, you know, and and, and I kind of know where you stand on this, but I you know, a lot of times people will right. you can look at someone who is successful in any area of their life, whether it's, you know, business or, you know, whatever it is that you do, you know, a lot of times people will look at success, um, especially in art and they say, Oh, well he was lucky or she was lucky and and you know, so what do you say to people who think success in art or business or life for that matter is luck?
1: You know. no, well, you know the harder you work, the luckier you get right <clears throat> an insult someone says, "Oh, you're so lucky, not really I'm not you know I mean if you don't produce art, no one's gonna buy it right If you don't produce art, there will be no exhibition you know if you don't produce art, you'll never get evolve so that's work that's have work to be and i you know absolutely and i I literally like I draw every day. You know, whether it's 20 minutes or an hour or two hours or seven, eight hours, whatever it is, I do it because it's a part, it's an important part of me. And that's where I'm going. I've been a real estate broker for 20 years. You know, I do good business, but I still, I, I, and they're both patches of mine. Here's the thing. I, I love business and I love, like, I love business, real estate, whatever. And I love to do Uh, I love to be in the art in the art scene I love it so they I'm right now I'm in the best of both worlds because I am actually doing what I love on both ends and I find a nice uh, uh, I I find a good mixture of the two I'm able to distribute at the time wherever it's needed and a lot of times at two in the morning you'll you'll find me up drawing you know I'll still be up the majority of my posts if you look at them they're you know, two, two in the morning, one thirty in the morning. And, you know, I, I have a studio at home where where I paint, like I have my own space and, you know, and sometimes middle night I'm just drawing. And part of that is to be close to the kids because if I have an outside studio, I'm going to be spending less time. Cause sometimes you do need to spend hours and hours on them. Right. And if I work anything bigger, I'll just work in, I have a, nice size garage, I just work outside and they're able to just call me and I come in and I'm, I'm at a, like, you know, a few feet away. Uh So that, with that and work and everything else, that's how I kind of managed to, to balance everything out and make it all work. Right. And
0: so you've so, been, you've been in real estate for like 20 years now.
1: Yeah. 20 years. How did, how
0: did that start? Was it, was it love? Was it interest, necessity, combination?
1: You know what? I, I was, uh, I was actually, I came from corporate. I had a corporate job. I was, I was in sales. Uh, and, but I always had this interest in real estate. At that time, I already owned properties and, but I always wanted to get into the buying, selling of real estate license under, with a license. I was already investing in real estate back then, my twenties. So I said, you know what? I really want to get into I want to get into real estate, but I I didn't want to leave my my comfy, cushy corporate job. And then I had no idea that the company was going through a hard time. And we walked in one morning, and they closed the place down. They were like, "Hey, this is they filed bankruptcy, whatever it was." And there was a trustee that was appointed. So Basically, they're like, hey, anything, you, any belongings you have, leave them and here's your pink slips. Good <laughs> luck like to you. Wow. And I was happy, though. <laughs> I was. I was very happy.
2: Burden is gone. It
1: was, it was, well, no, it was the perfect excuse, or not an excuse. It was the perfect reason, because now I no longer have this job, and I didn't walk away from it. They told me to leave. So the very next day, when I signed up for real estate class, the very next day I was like, you know what? I got on the phone, but I signed up for my class, and I I did uh, the was like a one week crash course, and you know, a week or two later, I was licensed already. Gone. Wow. You know, I was always I was always I was always good with the book. So yeah, it was like a like a, a week crash. Course. It was like a like nine to five. It wasn't like a, like go to work nine to five for like a whole week week and a half, whatever it was, and as soon as we were able to sign up for the uh, the final, like the, you know, the state license, I was like, let's go sign me up, I'll be there, and, you know, I was there, and I was gone. That's and, not an
0: easy test, though. That's, that's you know, you, so you, obviously, you were paying attention. You know, real estate wow. is, it's, it's cool that you do that, because really, in, in, in so many ways, you know, at least from, you know, your ethics, morals, kind of, kind of thing that you have is um it, it ties into everything else that you do in that you know putting people into homes um you know it it, it improves and strengthens the community it's you know it, it it just is one of those things that is really necessary to 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 fuel the community and fuel the success of the community and provide that that foundation and that structure so you know it it you know I'm I'm really fortunate and happy that, you know, I talked to someone and they said, "Hey, you know, do you know this person? If you don't, you should know. And and you are an amazing guy, man." Um before we close, um where can people um where can people connect with you?
1: Uh I okay, my probably the easiest way uh is well, my my, uh, the majority of my posts on Facebook, I always make public because I'm already at capacity there. So, uh, but if you're on Facebook, a lot of people don't have Instagram or they just have either one. But if you don't have uh, Instagram, uh, it's one for Facebook, it's one Juan, J-U-A-N, space A, and space C-A-N-O. It's Juan A-Cano. That's my full name. And, but if you're on Instagram, you could follow me at, uh, it's at J U a N underscore a underscore C A N O. So that's, that's where you can go take out. I mean, I post up daily, you know, and if anyone has any questions, they can always DM me and somewhere in all the pictures, my cell phone is there. My email is there. I'm, I'm very approachable, you know, so, um, Absolutely. You know, any comments, you know, I, 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 you're always welcome. You know, I just have to people keep it clean on the boards because right. I have followers from all different ages and I, I don't want people to, to uh, restrict other people because of the age or because of the, you know, the language. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, the work is there. I hope that people appreciate it. That's why I do it. And they, you know, um I, I have stuff from, like, 20, 30 years ago there, and I have all the way up to, like, yesterday's work. So you could see, and I'm pretty good about putting the the dates on there. So you'll be able to see, like, uh, how I transition, you know. Right. So you can see, uh, yeah, anything else is, you know, email, uh, DM, message, whatever, text message, that's fine, too.
0: Awesome. I am going to put, and so I will put both of these links in the show notes. And so, you know, anybody that that wants to contact you, connect with you on either of these platforms, you know, that information is is down below in the show notes. They just have to go down there, click on it, and it will take them directly to you. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Thank you for for coming. And, and, you know, you shared so much today, and and everything was, was really just amazing i mean you everything from from where you started what your process was your influences um you know in depth with your family um just an amazing cat uh, an, uh, an incredibly talented artist with dues have been paid a businessman father husband um juan Cano, thank you so much for joining me today
1: Robert, thank you. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate your time and uh, what you're doing for other artists spotlighting Um, them. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. I'm always a call away. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Pleasure.